This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Is somebody going to kick Kevin McCarthy's ass? <laughs> I mean, besides Matt Gates, what's up? This is Marquet Saves the Republic. And I'm not, look, it is crazier in the House of Representatives than it ever has been before. Not only is the new speaker uh, getting a whole bunch of, he getting a whole bunch of hate for his first big move in the House of Representatives, but the old speaker, apparently, according to according to Tim Burchett, who is the guy that went on uh, Fox and Foes with our good buddy Brian Kilmeade and, uh, and handed it to him, uh, Tim Burchett is accusing Kevin McCarthy of kidney punching him as he walked down the hall in Congress and said, look, I'll, we'll settle this in the parking lot. It's a it's mayhem. Not only that, but in the Senate on the other side, Mark Wayne Mullen, senator from Oklahoma, literally got up and challenged a, a union boss to a fist fight right there on the floor of the Senate, right there in the committee meeting. He was going to use his five minutes to just sucker punch somebody because of something the guy said about him on Twitter. I got to tell you, it is, it is, it is alpha male time at the United States Capitol building. Listen, before we get to all of that, first of all, I want to say thank you for watching and listening to this podcast. We have, we have more and more listeners every single day from some really bizarre places. I just noticed that this podcast, Mark K Saves the Republic, hit number seven in Saudi Arabia. So I don't know. I don't know who's over there. I imagine it's some kind of, you know, this is, I don't know. It, it could, listen, it could be some kind of sultan. It could be some kind of ISIS operative sitting in a cave listening to this show to try to get into the mindset of the average American voter. Or as I like to think of it, it's probably some special forces, American elite, you know, personnel who are gathered around their, their whatever, their phone or computer listening to this podcast before they go out there and attack and eliminate the terrors and the threats to the United States of America. That's what I, or it just could be some tourist who's in Saudi Arabia for a week and, uh, and, you know, continues to stay in touch with what's going on in here, uh, back stateside, whatever, whoever it is, we appreciate you listening in Saudi Arabia. We appreciate people listening everywhere. And today I really appreciate my friends at proud Patriots. Look, look at what they, you guys know the Trump bobblehead. I think I've shown you the Trump bobblehead. The uh, I'm sorry, the Trumpinator bobblehead. Well, the Trumpinator bobblehead, which I have right here, it's Donald Trump, and he's dressed like the Terminator. He's got the leather pants and the big boots and the leather jacket and the gun and even the shades with the one little red dot in the eye. The Trumpinator bobblehead was so popular. It was such a hot seller for Pout Patriots that they came up with something and they sent me one. They actually sent me two, but they sent it to me yesterday. Check this out for Christmas. <laughs> it's the Trumpinator teddy bear. So now you have this, I mean, it's so, and it's so soft, by the way, I'm, you can't see this on the podcast, but I'm rubbing the Trumpinator teddy bear all over my face and it's just making me, it's just, it's, I'm just probably weird. Um, but anyway, it's got Donald Trump's hair. It's got the shades. It's got the leather jacket and the paws say 2024, the Trumpinator. And on the back of the jacket, it says, I'll be back because Donald Trump will be back in 2024. And if you want one of these, uh, it's really easy. Just go to www.magabear, www.magabear, M-A-G-A-B-E-A-R.com, 
And you can get, I think they have a sale right now too. I think it's like buy one, get one free or buy two, get one free or something. But anyway, go there. It's a great Christmas present um, for anyone, whether you have a kid or a grandkid or somebody who just likes Donald Trump bears, which that that's a big, that's a growing market. MagaBear.com. Be sure to tell them you heard about it from me, Mark K. All right. So let's get back to the House of Representatives because it's Cray. It Cray over there. It's like a fraternity house these days. Uh, the first big news piece of news is that Speaker Mike Johnson, he had to, he had to get something going with the, um, he had to get something going, you know, with the, uh, what do we call that thing? Oh, yes, the budget, because the government was set to shut down uh, this coming Friday at midnight. We've all been down this road before. We know about government shutdowns. We know how these things work. We know that in the end, what happens is everybody panics and they blame the Republicans for shutting down the government. The Republicans blame the Democrats for for just ridiculous and 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 irresponsible spending. And then at the end of the year, sometime in December, there's an omnibus spending package where they just throw trillions of dollars at all of this stuff that we don't need. Nobody reads it. And then we spend the next year trying to vote back all of the spending that we just decided on because, you know, Kevin McCarthy was Speaker of the House of Representatives and he had no backbone. So that spending resolution or the uh, continuing resolution to push back the spending 45 days is really what that was the straw that broke the camel's back for those eight Republicans, including Matt Gates, Nancy Mace, Tim Burchett and the others. That was them saying, look, Kevin McCarthy is totally pointless. He's gone back on his word. He hasn't done anything he said he would do. And now we're in the same similar situation. We've got a continuing resolution with the Democrats. None of the spending has been cut. And it looks like we're going to end up with another inflated omnibus spending package for Christmas. Blah, blah, bliggity, blah. Get him out of there. And then we had the whole three-week speaker battle. We ended up with Mike Johnson, who is a very staunch MAGA Mike conservative. Donald Trump, by the way, said, uh, MAGA, we, they call him MAGA Mike. They call him MAGA Mike. Let's see how MAGA he is. Well, this morning, a lot of people aren't thinking that Mike Johnson's very MAGA. They're calling him Mike. <laughs> Some of them are calling him, calling him McCarthy. Uh, but Mike Johnson, he set forth a package that was heralded, heralded, which praised, if you will, by Mitch McConnell, the eh, Republican minority leader in the Senate, and also highly praised by Chuck Schumer in the Senate majority leader. And I have to tell you, I always tell people this. If the Democrats are happy, you shouldn't be. If the Democrats are pleased, you should not be pleased. If the Democrats are smiling, they're do something wrong is going on in the United States of America. And Mike Johnson's spending package is continuing resolution, which continues Nancy Pelosi's spending from last year and doesn't reduce any of the deficit, doesn't cut back on any programs, instead has this weird laddered system where Chuck Schumer got to pick what rung of the ladder the spending was. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The fact that they agreed upon this so quickly proves that it doesn't do anything for conservative Republicans and that it's a bad bill. Uh, it's a bad bill moving forward. However, it's moving forward. How do we know? Because the Democrats all voted for it in the Congress with a handful of Republicans. There were like 93 Republicans who said, ain't no way we're passing this, but it passed. And it's moving on to the Senate where we believe it'll pass because, well, there's just more of them than there are of us in the Senate. Now, I was looking through the list of people who voted nay, the people who said, I'm sticking to my guns. I'm not passing any any of these bills without, um, you know, without any kind of cuts in spending. And uh, I'll tell you, the usual suspects were on there. The true conservative Republicans who uh, a lot of Floridians, a lot of people around the country in Texas, Ohio, sent there. You had, you know, people, Matt Gates, of course, voted no. Kat Kamak voted no. Byron Donalds voted no. Consequently, our own 
uh, questionable congressperson, John Rutherford, who voted against Jim Jordan several times because he was mad at Matt Gates, voted yes for this spending package, which just bolsters the claim that this guy's gone full rhino and uh, he's just looking for a big cash payout from some kind of military establishment before he retires, which hopefully he'll retire soon because A, he's old, and B, we don't want him here representing us anymore because he doesn't represent us anymore. Sorry, that was personal personal diatribe, but it's moving forward, and a lot of people are scratching their heads going, what happened to MAGA Mike? Oh, hold on, I threw the teddy bear to you. A lot of, oh, now I'm here. A lot of people are saying, what happened to MAGA Mike? Why is MAGA Mike making a deal with the Democrats? Where are, bring back MAGA Mike. That's what a lot of people are saying today. Um, but there's another whole, there's another whole facet saying, look, Mike, John, Mike Johnson, pardon me, I'm getting all excited. Mike Johnson came into a job that he, I mean, really, not that he wasn't prepared for, but he was the fourth guy. I mean, that's a thing. Look, he was the last ditch effort. Mike, we started with, uh, with um, what's his name? The guy that got shot, Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise couldn't get the votes. Jim Jordan came in. Jim Jordan couldn't get the votes. Then it was going to be that other guy who everybody hated. Uh, he couldn't get the votes. So he withdrew like an hour after he got, you know, after he was nominated. And then they were scrambling. Was it going to be Byron Donalds? Was it going to be this guy? Was it going to be that guy? And it ended up being Mike Johnson and everyone was thrilled. He got He was unanimously elected. And that gives him a little bit of leeway. Very little leeway. As somebody who was not even in a high position of, he wasn't even my major, uh, minority, I'm sorry, majority whip. He wasn't anything. He came from a committee chairmanship to the leader of the House of Representatives, trying to wrangle all of these different personalities. They're going to give him a couple months breathing room. And this continuing resolution is going to be something that he can say kept the government alive, kept the government operating through Thanksgiving and Christmas. And that's going to be a breather for everybody after all this tumult we've had in the House of Representatives over the past couple months. But what it's going to do is make it harder for him in January, because in January, he's going to have to deliver big time on all of these very conservative spending cuts. He's going to have to say, OK, you got your three months. We're in January. Now we need to do a budget. And now we're cutting back on stuff. And you're not going to get funding for this unless you cut funding for that. And you're not going to get funding for this unless you cut funding for that. And he's going to have to make sure that he rallies the Republicans together behind it. And he's going to have to stand stand strong in the House of Representatives. And especially when he goes to meet with Chuck Schumer and uh, and Mitch McConnell. And it's going to be, in my humble opinion, even tougher in January because January Christmas is over. Thanksgiving is over. It's 2024 officially. And officially, 2024 is an election year. And every one of those scoundrels in the House of Representatives is going to be up for grabs. Every one of those seats, they're all, their butts are all on the line. Every single one of them has to go back to their district and say, hey, you uh, had me there for two years or five years or six years or 10 years or God, however, if it's Nancy Pelosi, like an, a century, you have had me there in the Congress representing you. You need to send me back. And it's going to be much more difficult for the blue state Biden district Republicans to go home and fight for right wing MAGA conservative policies and principles. And if they start voting for right wing MAGA policy principles like budget cuts, like responsible spending, like not borrowing more money from our arch nemesis, China, bankrupting our future to a, a country that wants to destroy us and wipe us off the map and become the leader, not just militarily, but with uh, an economic superiority that's unlike any country has ever seen in the world before, 
it's going to be very difficult for them to go home to their blue districts where Joe Biden is leading in the polls and say, look, I know you guys are moderates. I know you're conservative middle of the road, but I voted with the MAGA Republicans on this because they're right. It's going to spell sheer disaster for them back home. So what are they not going to do? Vote with the MAGA Republicans. And that's going to be a difficult road to hoe for Mike Johnson. So look, I get it. I like Mike Johnson. I think he's a decent guy. I understand he's been put in a difficult position. I think he's just like, you know what, guys? I'm going to kick this can to next year. I just hope to God next year. I hope to God next year this guy uh, gets in there and starts fighting the way that we've always known Mike Johnson to fight. Look, I've seen him in the Senate subcommittee meetings. I've seen him on the committees. I've seen him go after people. I've seen, I've seen him go after Alejandro Mayorkas and everyone else, Christopher Ray. The guy's a beast, man. He's a pit bull. I don't know why now that he's leader of the Speaker of, uh, speaker of the House of Representatives, leader of the Conservative Caucus, I don't know why he's kind of backing off a little bit. But I hope whatever he needs, I hope he recharges. I hope he, I hope he enjoys his holiday season. And then I hope that he uh, gets his ass back to work in, uh, in January and starts. And I want him to start throwing punches the way Kevin McCarthy's throwing punches at Tim Burchett's abdomen uh, while they're walking down the hall. Ugh. I want him to start throwing punches the way Mark Wayne Muller threatened to s- throw punches in the Senate the other day. I want him to throw punches the way who's someone else who got punched. The way they used to punch me uh, in high school when I would mouth off, which was a lot. Anyway, if you want, listen, if you want your Trumpinator 2024 bear from Proud Proud Patriots, uh, it's really easy to do. www.magabear.com. M-A-G-A-B-E-A-R.com. Go there today. Get uh, get the special deal because they've got like a pre-Christmas sale and and they're so soft. I'm telling you, like, I don't know if Donald Trump is really this soft. I've never rubbed my face up against his like this, but. I'm telling you, this bear is this bear is fantastic. MagaBear.com. And please like and share and, and set the notifications for this podcast because wherever you happen to be, whether in the United States of America or in Saudi Arabia somewhere, uh, we want to make sure you keep getting this information delivered to you er single day. Er single day, you need to know what's going on. You need to know who's attacking you, who's on your side, who's pretending to be on your side, but really isn't John Rutherford. Um, and we're going to bring you all that information. So like, subscribe, share, set notifications, and keep listening to this podcast every single day so that you, me, and the Trumpinator can save the republic.